Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Keith Everett here, broadcasting live from uh, Business Radio X studios here in Pensacola. And I have Brian Braley, right? Braley? Yep, that's great. From City here with me today. And uh, we're going to get into the exciting world of IT and healthcare. (laughs) (laughs) Which, honestly, you know... I would assume it has to be because most of it's leading edge technology with stuff. But on the back end, it's here are all these things that now need to be protected or wired in or systems are put together. How do we keep the information from being on paper to digital? So you're in a world that's moving fast. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. And, and uh, you know, it's got to be interesting to some I mean, I'm a nerdy geek guy sometimes. So, <laughs> so that, that stuff like, you know, gets me excited about, you know, just the way that we think. Yeah, that's correct. And there's been a lot of changes over the last decade, too, as far as no. regulations, <laughs> technology. And I was joking with somebody the other day, you know, I remember getting out of college and uh, they gave me a, um, you know, a pager. You know, uh, yeah. I remember those yeah. days. <laughs> my, uh, as a matter of fact, that's funny. One of my uh, old classmates from high school, his dad was uh, one of the guys beginning with that whole industry uh, in Lucent Technologies and, and pagers and I remember that's where he made tons of money, right? But we look at it now and it's like, gee, what were we thinking? <laughs> yeah, well, at the time, I was thinking I was pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah. <laughs> when, I got, when I got a beeper in high school so my mom could find me when you needed to, yeah, I'm cool. I got a pager. But really, it was just a leash, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, all right. Well, tell me a little bit about City, you know, what you guys do and, and, and how it, you know, is in my world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, City has been around for 20 years and, you know, our primary purpose has been to provide enterprise level, you know, products and services. And we're specifically focused in the area of healthcare and health and human services. Mm-hmm. So we've done a lot of work both on the commercial healthcare side, as well as in the federal government um, with different federal agencies. So it, it's been exciting. I, I've, I've actually just started with um, CITI about three months ago as the vice president over the revenue cycle portion for healthcare. Mm-hmm. And um, w- what's been a, a refreshing is, is that we have a, a leadership team that really is trying to solve real business issues, you know, as it relates to what's going on in the industry. And so we have a lot of, um, you know, good resources, good people, and uh, there's a tremendous need right now, you know, for uh, organizations. I I would think so. And, and, you know, it's good to hear that from your side because you you guys are in the trenches and you're working through this because, you know, I would think that the public's mass opinion is the policies don't work for a lot of this stuff because when you get it into practical usage – there are issues or it hasn't been run through the test drive enough times. And so all of the, the revenue cycle and the billing and the coding and all of that stuff really throws out some confusion. But to hear it from, from your side where you've, you've got some teams that are like, okay, this is what we've got. This is what we need to do. Let's put it together and make it work, right? Yeah, that's right. And, and I think a lot of organizations, they want to do the right thing. They're trying right. to do the right thing. And they're constantly under pressure. There's constant changes. And so um, to be able to provide resources and um, products and services that can fulfill a need mm-hmm. in those organizations, I think, is um, it's exciting because yeah. uh, we're actually solving real challenges. And, you know, with all the changes in healthcare over the last several years with uh, Obamacare, mm-hmm. et cetera, you know, one of the good things I think that has come of it has, you know, just conversations about real health. 
yeah. you know, healthy yeah. lifestyles, living um, better lifestyles and taking care of ourselves and so forth. So there's been good that's come of those conversations. Mm-hmm. And then there's also been challenges, just yeah. like any change that occurs. Yeah, and like so, how do I code the shark bite on the left finger with uh, you know, <laughs> that did survive kind of thing, right? Yeah, ICD-10 did bring around a lot of challenges, <laughs> a lot of challenges, that's for sure. So, okay, so, so specifically speaking, what are the products that you guys implement or, or offer? Is it systems? Is it is it integration? Is it, you know, we're teaching people how to do the code? I mean, what is it? Um, we we kind of do a variety of different things, and and I think that one of the things we do is every project that we go about doing is very unique. Yeah. Um, it's never a one size fits all type of conversation, but um, we 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 have a one division of our organization which is focused on IT services, mm-hmm. so data. So we do a lot of data archival. Uh, data retirement. So a lot of the work that's occurring with organizations that are converting to electronic medical records, as you mentioned earlier, um, we work with those type of organizations. Um, And then on the revenue cycle side, we do a lot of work as it relates to AR, providing resources too Mm -hmm. at a cost effective. So we'll provide people that can do coding or billing. Right. Because the doctors don't want to deal with that at all. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's definitely a good point is that they don't want the challenge of that. Yeah. And then, um, or, or they may just have a shortfall. They may already have good people, good coders and stuff in Mm -hmm. in place. They just need additional resources to assist them, um, to just uh, take them to the next level. Yeah. So, Every job's custom because you have the human variable, right? Because there's always a, a learning curve with this kind of stuff. That's right. What are you finding um, out there? What are you finding the biggest challenges with moving into some of this, the data collection or the medical records or, or the coding or just the way that we are moving away from paper and, and doing business? Well, that, that's uh, human behavior. Yeah. Uh, no, change. It's it's always, uh, yeah. <laughs> change is always a challenge. And I think that, uh, but, but I think more and more organizations are, are open to conversations. And I think that the, the health systems and the doctor's offices and the physician groups that are um, being successful are the ones that are adopting that change mm-hmm. at a more rapid pace. And, um, you know, one of the biggest challenges I think today, um, with having those type of conversations, is just the amount of information that gets thrown at uh, senior executives. Yeah. yeah. And I had this conversation with the CFO um, just a couple of weeks ago, and you know he's just like he's getting inundated with information on an ongoing basis. Yeah. And so you know my question with him was, well, how do you how do you filter through that? Right. How do you decide? And I think all of us, um, in whether whatever business you're in. Or as individuals, we still were presented with that challenge. Yeah. And so um, trying to help um, those executives with those um, type of choices and decisions. Is but you got to filter it, and then you got to understand it, right? Right. And, That's and, right. And, then, and I would think even further, and and I know this because my family has been in the medical world, and, and we've had some other medical uh, you know experts on here, as, as well as IT and billing people. But the actual understanding it is completely different than understanding it in its actual implementation, right? Like like where the human error could occur or why it occurs and, and why some of those things that are set up on y'all's end and, and what you need to keep it protected, keep it secure, keep it smooth, why they're even there, right? So sometimes you don't even realize the language you're reading because you don't know how the end result you know, dictates that. That's right. That's right. Yeah, the oper- the practical application yeah. of what you're reading or what, you're, um, what information you're um, – Trying to implement is is definitely something that needs to have um, needs to be worked through yeah. and needs to be adopted in the process. We need a, we need the, we need like the dumbed down dummy book 
You know, they always had like IT for dummies. I mean, like the IT for the I have no time to be the IT for dummy guy. Yeah, right? that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really it's it's great. It's really interesting. Um, but a lot with those challenges, I think, comes opportunity. And so those are the those are the things that I'm excited about. And you know, I just recently had a I posted a, a, an article about a, a healthcare experience I had personally, mm-hmm. just locally here over at Gulf Breeze Hospital. And you know, one of the things that I always do when I when I when I receive healthcare yeah. oh, services I get it. <laughs> is uh, you know I'm kind Kind of uh, observing mm-hmm. and and one one of the things that my takeaway there was just that I felt people cared, you know, and I think one of the things you know practically in any business or any organization is when you're really trying to do the right thing, but yeah. it comes through in our actions and our behaviors, and and uh, the the customer or the consumer can 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 feel that and understand that. Yeah, so, and that was the that's the culture that uh, the Steeders had built, you know, in in a lot of what happened here in Baptist for sure was. It's uh, it's that mentality that you've empowered the people to mm-hmm. do any job that needs to be done in order to get the client what they need, right? So that's right. That's why you you felt that all the way through. And I know uh, some people have had some experiences, not only there, but I, I can think of the big places where it, whether it be Disney or just some of the hotels where you could even ask the janitor for something, mm-hmm. not knowing he's the janitor or, or 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 the whatever, but they'll go and get it for you and mm-hmm. like personally see it done. And so you leave there knowing that everybody here sort of is on the same mission. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, okay, well, that leads me to a really good question then. We always like to capture a lot of thought leadership from from companies like like yours, whether big or small. But in the position that you're in, tell me, share with me some of the city's culture and the way that you guys onboard people or, or just some of those practices of, of best service. Yeah. Um, one of the things, um, you know, just coming on, on board uh, with the organization, mm-hmm. I'm speaking, um, you know, I spent a month up there um, in near Washington, D.C. at our corporate headquarters. We actually have global offices. We actually have three offices overseas as well. And, um, you know, one of the things that, that the time that I spent with them was individual time with each of mm-hmm. the senior executives as well as with all the operations. they had time directors. for you, really? Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what the deal is with that. But, uh, but it was, it was fun. It was, what, what was great is, um, the ability to connect, uh, what people were doing with the, um, clients that mm-hmm. we represent. And so it gave me a good foundation to kind of move forward from there. And, uh, we kind of do that on an ongoing basis. I mean, I've, as we stated, we talked before yeah. we got on the air, um, you know, I've been working remote, um, here out of Pensacola for the last, uh, what, 15 plus mm-hmm. years. And, uh, you know, one of the things that's nice is to have that connection to corporate on an sure. ongoing basis as I travel around the country and work with different uh, health systems and organizations. Um, I think it's important to have that uh, dialogue back and forth right. and stay connected with my team. Yeah, it keeps you on track too, right? You got, you got an accountability I, I, partner. I, I need, <laughs> trust me, I, I need to stay on track, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> so um, what's what's an onboarding process uh, look like for somebody that may want your services or, or needs to find out if they want your services? Oh, well, typically, I mean, when, once we have a, a client or customer, that process is, is discussed on an ongoing basis and identified early on, um, even in the sales process. I mean, we spend a lot of time working with those um, individuals and talking specifically from an operations perspective. Um, you know, leading the Revenue Cycle Group, my opinion is, is that uh, the sales process and the, and the project itself mm-hmm. should just be one seamless sure. process. It should, there should be no surprises. Yeah. You know, after the contract signed and it should just uh, everybody should know what's going on within 
that process. So communication. It's, yeah, it's a beautiful it's thing, right? That's <laughs> yeah, important. Yeah, I'm trying, still trying to work on that with my teenage kids. But, uh, you, uh, you know, know what? Just text them; they'll get it. They'll get it that way. You know, whether they, you know, they'll listen, but they'll get it. So, yeah. Um, what is? Uh, give me an ideal client for you guys. An ideal client for us would be probably either a hospital health system um, that is already established, um, looking to probably improve on the revenue cycle. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, two organizations that are going through transition or change and maybe converting to a new electronic medical record. Um, They need support for their IT systems, (laughs) you know. (laughs) And so we do a lot of work like that. And uh, one of the nice things, too, is we... um, working for an organization that where we don't, we're not put in a box, you know, we really can think outside the lines and think about what would right. be, uh, be what, what's going to be effective. What's actually going to provide value to the organization versus I'm selling this particular sure. product. Uh, you need it. You know, um, yeah. it's really, um, like I said before, it's really custom to the organization, but it can be anything from a health system, um, an individual hospital or a, a physician group that would um, be looking to, um, improve on their IT services mm-hmm. and or revenue cycle. And uh, the, so you said you said support, which obviously we all we all like to have. Is is your support based here in the U.S.? We have support based in the U.S. and we have support overseas. Fantastic. So we do what we refer to as a a blended model in mm-hmm. some cases, or we'll do all U.S. based, or we'll do overseas. So we really do a um, a blended model um, for organizations to and, uh, reduce costs. And I would assume some of that has to be on site. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, these aren't things you always pick up a phone for to fix, right? Or, or <laughs> dial in to fix. I mean, you've got to walk through. There's the human aspect, right? There is the human aspect. And I think that's getting more and more important. I think yeah. that in our digital world, I think it's more important to have that human connection and that human uh, one-on-one meetings mm-hmm. and so forth, because then, then that's when you can have real communication versus... Yeah. Um, and, and let's face it, it's intimidating stuff if you don't really grasp it or understand it. And even if you do... If I hit the red button, does like the whole system meltdown, right? So <laughs> you've got to, uh, there's some fear with this stuff that you have to, I think, work through. Yeah. Yeah, there can be. And I, I think that that's just the, 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 what you need to go through to make sure that people have a comfort yeah. level, um, and communicate everything up front on an ongoing basis and on an ongoing basis too. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, it's about communication. You can say something, but I think sometimes it's, Saying it over and over yeah. again, yeah. you know, given a handwritten card instead of an email, it's amazing the effects that you can have, right? So, that's right. so yeah, some some consistency isn't bad. Um, if somebody wants to find out more about you guys, get in touch with you. Where do we send them? Yeah, they can go to our website uh, www.citi-us.com, or they can um, email me, um, bbrayley at citi-us.com, or or feel free to call me. I'll, I'll, my information's on my LinkedIn page. Fantastic. All right. What's next for you today? Uh, I got a few phone calls. Uh-huh. That's not, that's not a bad yeah, gig, just, huh? Just a few phone yeah, calls. And on the beach uh, by four, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, home office. He's going to work until eight o'clock tonight. <laughs> so, yes. all right. Well, man, thanks for coming out and being with us today. I'm really I glad that uh, we're able to shine some spotlight on you. So, guys, you can find us at Picola Radio X on Twitter. You can find us at Picola BRX on Facebook. Or you can find us on our website at pensacola.businessradiox.com. And this has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters. Mm